Hey guys, I just wanted to let you know before you listen to this episode of the podcast that it was recorded a couple of weeks back prior to the announcement and collapse of the European Super League and all the drama that has unfolded since then. So if you're wondering why this topic isn't covered in this episode, that's the reason why. We will have future episodes coming out which get our thoughts on these particular issues, so stay tuned for that and we hope you enjoy this episode of the Emphatic Fanatics. Hi guys and welcome back to the Emphatic Fanatics podcast with your host Jordan Renton and we're back again, uh, it's been a long time since we've done a recording since um, but it's just the two of us tonight, it's myself and Ronan, um, I think this is the first time it's just been me and yourself Ronan, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, not bad Jordan, not bad, I've got the Scotland game on in the background. Yeah, got to man, you've got to, you've got to have that <laughs> in the background, I mean you've got to support your country even if it's on mute tonight, um, definitely got to support the, support the Scotland boys so yeah, no, that's good stuff man. How's it been going in terms of Celtic and that? Um, you've got a new manager yet, or what, what's the situation? Not yet, not yet. I mean, we're, we're still where we were mm. the day Lennon got sacked. Um, yeah. There's been strong rumours. It's been Roy Keane, then it's been Eddie, <laughs> then it's been Maresca, then it's been uh, Thing Me as well, Malky Mackay. It's just gone on and on. Malky so- Mackay? No way Malky no. Mackay can I get that like job. My, Malky <laughs> McKay would be like the worst <laughs> thing ever, mate. I'm serious. That would be horrible. No, I'm not a fan. But uh, Steve Clark's another one, but I can't see him giving nah. up the Scotland job. Not when we're news. But um, we'll see. As long as it's a good appointment, that's all I care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think the names obviously mentioned, that's things like um, Eddie Howe be a great great manager to get but I just I think he's got his set sight on an English club again uh, Benitez I've heard Benitez a couple of times as well which I think that would be fantastic um, and I think that would be really interesting but again whether you can get a guy of his prestige is, is up in the air but yeah you never know if he's looking for a job back in Britain you never know um, and then obviously who's the other boy mentioned Roberto uh, Martinez was mentioned but yeah. that that's yeah, when you're managing the yeah. best the best country in the world, you, you can, and you've got a Euros and a World Cup coming mm-hmm. up two years in a row, you're not going to leave, are you? <laughs> mm-hmm. And and is, who else was it? Was it Lampard was mentioned, but there was someone else I'm forgetting. There was another kind of British coach that I was thinking of. Was it Wilder? That was it, Chris Wilder. Chris Wilder, yeah. yeah Sean, his name has been there as well, but it's just yeah, it's, it's, all of these guys that you want. The, these guys are negative, and you want and a a manager that wants to play football. I know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we'll see what happens. It, it, it'll be the summer, I think, definitely for, for Celtic. But that's not what we're talking about today, guys. We're, we're actually talking about um, players that have made a comeback. Um, and yeah, so we, we've got a number of players. Me and Ronan have kind of uh, gone through some players. I've, we've been discussing um, back and forth about some players. Um, and yeah, we've, we've kind of created a couple of teams and, and got a couple of players here and there. Um, that we think that have made a major comeback this season um, or uh, from the last couple of seasons they've had. Uh, they might have been had poor form or injuries uh, and they've made a comeback this year really uh, and really strutted their stuff. So we're, we're going to create a, an 11 together uh, on some of the players that have made that comeback. So Ronan, I, I've, I've got some goalkeepers here and I, I'll get your opinion on them. I, I was struggling for a couple of goalkeepers, but I had uh, Manuel Neuer down Obviously, we know Manuel Neuer is a top-class goalkeeper, but he did have a couple of seasons back. He was probably had his most poor season, and a lot of people questioned him for both the Germany number one and also his position at uh, Bayern Munich as well. So, do you think he's should be going into this team, or have you got any other suggestions? Yeah, well, there's no question Manuel Neuer is an outstanding goalkeeper, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I do understand what you're saying. Can I maybe had He's, he didn't stand out in games as much mm-hmm. as he usually does. Yeah. Uh, and I, I do agree with that. And he's obviously came right back into it after winning the Champions League uh, against PSG. 
So yeah, no, I think that's quite a good shout. Um, mm. The only one that I could really think of, I struggled with goalkeepers, and it, it's not so much a comeback, and mm. it's more just he's really like he's always been an average goalkeeper, mm. but he seems to have really have really come out this mm. season and played really well. And it's probably an obvious one, but it's Emmy Martinez at Aston Villa. All right, yeah, yeah. Because he's always been a kind of average goalkeeper getting a game yeah. here or there for Arsenal. Mm-hmm. But since he's went into that Aston Villa team, I've got to admit he's been he's been a, a solid, solid choice. Mm-hmm. Um, he's obviously nowhere near the level of Manuel Neuer, but mm. he was the goalkeeper I came up with. Right, yeah, that, no, that's definitely a good shout. I think Martinez has really, yeah, he's probably been, if, if, if it wasn't for probably Grealish and Watkins, you're probably saying, you'd probably be player of the season, to be honest. Um, and it's probably signing of, like, I would say he's actually better than Watkins to be honest so I would make him the signing of Aston Villa's season to be honest he's really gave them a, 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 it means then they just don't have to worry about scoring loads of goals like they do score obviously goals for Watkins Grealish uh, Triori at times El Ghazi but they've got that base uh, in, in in both Mings and Consa in front of him as well They've got that base of three, and it just it really solidifies them as a team, and 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 keeps them competitive really in in the Premier League. So yeah, no, I I, I definitely like Martin as a shout. Um, the player that I actually went for instead of Neuer, I did think about Neuer, but I thought he's just been too good. Like he's almost been too good for a couple of seasons, so I didn't want to like throw him in because of a, a small blip, maybe about three seasons ago. You're probably saying, but I went for Wojciech Szczesny. Um. Is my, my my player the the reason is like I think Wojciech Szczesny especially it's taken him a long time in order to staple himself into like or make himself the main number one at Juve really as well. Um, I think when you consider it that he was obviously rejected by Arsenal almost that there was that incident with it is, is it in the showers he was smoking a a, a cigarette or something. It was caught smoking a cigarette and it, it really kind of went downhill. He got shipped out to Roma and um, done quite well at Roma. And that's why Juve picked him up. But he was never then the number one. He had to wait his chance. Buffon was still at the club. So he had to wait his time. And he's finally kind of cement, cemented himself into the side as the main number one. And yeah, he's, he's rightfully stayed there. I think he's a really good goalkeeper. Um, and yeah, definitely, in my opinion, should should be in this team. But um, I don't know, what, what do you think of Wojciech Szczesny his career um, ever since his early days at Arsenal? Yeah, he's uh, he's always, like, at Arsenal, I actually thought he, he was he was okay, but he wasn't anything special. But mm. I totally agree, like, when he, he was he had to be patient at Juventus, but I think he's finally found a home there. Mm. And yeah. he's he's gotten better in the years as well. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I think that's a good shout as well, mm-hmm. Wojciech yeah. Szczesny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm looking at his obviously his stats this season, and it, we're we're obviously com- like comparing this. Juve haven't had the best season. We've done the Serie A podcast, and we're saying that Perlo's still finding his feet at the club as manager, and they're obviously behind the Milan clubs at the moment. But in 22 games, he's only conceded 21, so it's it's just under a goal per game at the moment. He's only five clean sheets, which isn't as as good, but it just shows you they're still when they are conceding, they're only conceding one at least they're not conceding too many um and and you'd expect that of uv but i just think that yeah he's, he's come a long way since his days at arsenal and, and personally i think he's the best shout for in terms of comebacks really um obviously you're saying martinez but i think martinez is was a decent enough keeper um it isn't a really a, a much of a comeback so i think do you think he's a he's the best choice for for this role yeah um the only other one i had in my list is similar to uh what you're saying about Neuer, he's mm. he's always been good, mm-hmm. uh, even when he wasn't playing at his best, and that was yeah. killing that bass since mm. he went to yeah. PSG. He was okay at Real Madrid, but he went yeah. to PSG and he's done really well. Yeah, but um, I still think Chesney's probably Chesney's the, best. the best. Yeah, that's that's fine. Well, we'll go with Mr. Wojciech Chesney. Um, so he'll be the man on our team for the goalkeeper position so I'll just put him down spell his name right it's always his name that catches me out that spelling is that Polish spelling I'll tell you that um so we'll move on to centre backs then morning because this is a more interesting position uh the two centre backs um who have you kind of got down as 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 possible options for for centre backs well one for me that I think um has to be in there you probably have him as well Mm. uh is Jerome Boateng 
yeah, I did. I did have um, him on my list. Yeah. The reason I say that is because he's he kind of fell down the pecking order at Bayern Munich actually, he did, yeah. and he wasn't seeing any game time. Mm-hmm. But he's really came back into that squad, and he's he's got he's he's back in every week. He's he's found his place again. So, mm-hmm. um, I think he would have to be in there, especially after winning a Champions League. Mm, uh, yeah, the way Bayern are playing them now, since Hansi Flick took over, um, I think he's a a no brainer to be in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I definitely had him on my list. Um, I think Jerome Boateng. It's interesting because as you're saying. They had made that big signing of Lucas Hernandez, um, or Luca Hernandez, I should say. They they, they made that big um, signing. It was at eighty million or something, and he's not displaced them. Uh, displaced Jerome Boateng. I think obviously injuries. I think hindered his time at Bayern so far. Hernandez, but I think Boateng and Alaba they've looked solid. And I think once they lose Alaba, it, we'll see how Boateng gets on with a, maybe another partner alongside him. Um, Upa Makano thinks joining, so it'll be probably Upa Makano, maybe maybe with Boateng or someone else. But um, hope, I think Boateng doesn't deserve to be dropped. Um, personally, I don't think he deserves to be dropped at all. So, yeah, I, d- I definitely a good shout there. Um, I had a few others. Um, I had Smalling, Chris Smalling from Roma. Mm-hmm. I did think about Smalling. Um, but since we've gone for Chesney, I don't want to go too many like in one league. I kind of want to go a, a mixture. Um, and I also had uh, Kiar from uh, AC Milan as well. Um, but looking at more kind of Premier League players as well, I, I've got to say John Stones. I think John Stones almost has to be in this team um, as well. I think I, I went for John Stones um, because his season, it's like when you consider it, they brought Ruben Diaz and that wasn't to replace Ahmed at Laporte. <laughs> Ruben Diaz was there to play alongside Laporte and he's played alongside Stones this year because sure with Laporte's injuries, um, and then coming back to full fitness, I think Stones doesn't deserve to be dropped. And and Laporte's such a good player. I love Ahmed Laporte being at Bilbao when he was a young kid and coming through and, and making that transfer to City. I thought, oh, that's a fantastic sign. But when you consider it, he doesn't deserve to be dropped, John Stones. So, um, yeah, de- definitely all credit to him. He's He's got that England call-up again. Um, and rightfully so, he, he definitely deserves to be in there. So, yeah, I, I'm sure you'd agree about that, wouldn't you, Ronan? Yeah, and there's that's no question. John Stones is I, I never rated him. Um I, I never thought he was worth fifty million mm. for a start. But um he I mean he must have he's been so patient. Um mm. but yeah, he's since he's came back in the squad he's been undroppable. He's even been scoring goals. So he's really uh, I think Pep's really happy on the fact Laporte can't get in the team that says it all and Laporte's in a centre-back yeah. so um, yeah, yeah I think he, I think he definitely deserves to be in there and I'm I'm, I'm more questionable about, I didn't go for Boateng in the end but I'm willing to go with, with Boateng but I've got another shout here Um, I'll, I'll wait to see Um, actually I'll, I'll say him then I, I went for so I was either between um a, a couple of people I was between Stefan Savic from Atletico Madrid I think he's been really good I think when he came in, you wouldn't have considered him to be the main number or the main centre-back alongside, um, I think he's been playing alongside Hermoso this season and a few others, um, but because of Jimenez's injury. Um, but I've got to say that he's been really good this season, but I didn't go for him. I went for Pepe um, from Porto and they've done well in the Champions League this year. I think that's, I don't think anyone expected them to be reaching the, the quarterfinal stages um, of, of the competition and all credit to them that they've done so well uh, to get there whether they'll get through to the next round we'll have to wait and see because who are they who are they playing again in the next round they have Chelsea I think Chelsea right so that'll yeah. be that's that's a winnable game um, and they've mm. got the, the thing with Porto they don't score many goals but they keep a lot of clean sheets and I think that's down to Pepe um, and a few and a some of the other defenders, I don't know who the other defenders are. They've got that lad on loan from Chelsea, isn't it? The the French lad, the, I forgot what his name is again. I don't know if he's playing. Um, oh, I forgot his name again. It, it'll come back to me later. Malong Sar, that's it. Malong Sar, they've got yeah, on loan. That's who it is. Um, so I think their defence has been really solid this season. So, yeah, um, I, I went for Pepe, but I'm willing to go for Boateng. Um, what's your opinions on Pepe then? Is, Obviously, we thought he was done at Real Madrid, but yeah, he's, he's still going at 38, I think he is, or, or around about that age, I think. 
yeah, well, he's he's a solid centre back. Like he, he when he goes to a team like Porto, although he's on the older side, he brings all his experience. Mm. So he's still going to be a. I mean, he's a, he's been a world class centre back for years. Mm-hmm. Um, but he did he did go quiet for a while, but he seems to have really come back again this season. A lot of people are speaking about him, and I think he's he's one of the bravest defenders I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's one, a good player. One, one that I remember he still always gets sent off for Real Madrid. I remember it was it was quite a brash player. Um, was, oh, it, yeah. was it was it the it was either twenty sixteen Euros or the, or the it must have been the Euros. Um, didn't he like slap someone or something on the ground and he got sent <laughs> off for it? It was like, what are you doing? You're in a a European competition. You didn't you didn't want to be going and slapping someone on the ground. But he was that type of character. Definitely that type of that character but yeah he's, he's not turned out the player the, the player I was thinking of is is he going to turn out like a Bruno Alves do you remember mm. Bruno Alves it's like he, he, it was like I remember you were saying er, before it's like when he was at Rangers you're thinking oh Bruno Alves is awful so Pepe's not done that even though with age he's, he's just kept going at, at the quality he really is so um, yeah definitely a, a worthy shout but yeah as we said I think Stones and, and Boateng I think they're the the obvious choices for this position. Uh, just one honourable mention mm, um, yeah. for centre back, um, who I think is he's hard as nails. He, he'll fight for the team, and again, he fell down the pecking order. wasn't really getting put in the team, and he's he's made his way back into a team mm-hmm. under a new manager. Yeah, and that's uh, Cesar Azpilicueta. Mm, yeah, um, okay. He when Lampard came in, he, he gradually stopped using him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he, I think I don't think he was featuring a lot this season under Lampard. Then when Thomas Tuchel came in, um, I think that he's he's mm. just an outstanding captain. He, he leads a team. He's got a couple of goals, and I just think he's been one of Chelsea's best players since Tuchel's came in. Yeah, um, definitely, definitely. Yeah, he's he's one of these players that says Aspel quite. It's a, it's a worthy mention. I I think out of the the players we talked about, um, there's, there's I had so many centre backs on my list, um, including Eric Bailly and and, and Piszczek and Michael Keane. But yeah, the thing with Aspel is he's done so well from transitioning. He's he's a player that can play anywhere across the the back four. He was a left back originally at Marseille, then turned into a right back at Chelsea. And then moved in centre-back later on, obviously lost that bit of pace to him um, and moved into that centre-back, which I always thought he would struggle in because of his height. Um, yeah. But his knowledge of the game, he's, he's such a talented player. And if you're putting him alongside Thiago Silva and then maybe a, a faster centre-back as well, you've got a really good um, kind of like both knowledge, uh, understanding the game, but you've maybe got maybe... I think I also had um, his teammate Christensen, who's really made an impact as well. Like Andres Christensen, I think he's made an impact with Thomas Tuchel. And yeah, I'm excited to see if he can really cement a place because I remember we we done the Chelsea podcast, uh, me, Theo, and look away with Murray Drummond. And, and we we're saying that Christensen, it's like, he just needs to leave. Like after that FA Cup performance last season, you thought he's just not good enough. He really isn't. Him and Zuma. But now that Tuchel's using him and, and maybe he's working into a proper system, that's quite a an exciting prospect that he's getting some game time. So, um, but yeah, some good shouts there. Um, but we'll we'll go with Stones and Boateng. Um, is there any suggestions? I think left back's quite obvious. Um, I I personally think it's quite obvious. But right back, have have you got any shouts for right back? I had two shouts, but I've I've picked on one of the options. But who's who's your suggestions maybe for a right back? Have you got any options? There? I've got two. Mm-hmm. Um. I think the obvious, the obvious, one of the obvious ones is a uh, Jesus Navas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. He had him on my last year. Yeah, he's a uh, a right. He was a right winger, and now he's a right back, and he plays yeah. that position really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think he's one that could definitely be there. Yeah. The other one I went for, I think, is um, a good shout is Lucas Vasquez. Yeah, yeah. Madrid. He again, he's. He's been in and out the team for as long as I can remember, mm-hmm. um, but he seems to like have found that right back position mm-hmm. in the team, and he's not a bad player either. Um, mm-hmm. And like I say, for basing on comeback players, I think he's been one that's been quiet and then really mm-hmm. formed the formed yeah. the position in the team. 
Yeah, definitely. No, I, I really like that show actually. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't really considering Vasquez really because you always just think, oh, Carvajal's there. But yeah, he's, he has been getting some game time, to be honest, at, at right back. So um, yeah, definitely a good shout. I think they're both interesting players. Um, I had another player, I had Joe Cancelo down from Man City. And I think Cancelo, he, he found it difficult last season. So that's why I thought of him. Um, but this season, he's been immense. He, he, he again can play anywhere across that on that right hand side right back right wing right mid can play anywhere if you need them to so um what a player he is but yeah i i think in terms of comebacks navas and and vasquez to be honest they're, they're both good shouts who who would you prefer to go for um out, out of those two then i think if we're basing it on comebacks i would say that navas has always been a pretty decent player and mm-hmm. even when he's quiet he still plays well mm-hmm. whereas vasquez is kind of Came, he's been completely out of the team and then just to- totally found a place in the team and mm. getting game time. Right. So if we're based not on comeback players, mm. then I think Vasquez is a show. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I'm willing to go for that. Yeah, yeah, let's go for it. I, yeah, I think it's interesting because they're both. Yeah, because I wasn't really concerned. I was thinking Navas would have an edge over most people because he's transitioned from a right mid, right wing position when he was at City. Uh, to that right back, but yeah, Vasquez has done it recently. So, um, yeah, let's go. Let's go for Lucas Vasquez then, um, as our right back option. And on to our left back. Um, I don't think there's 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 a few options that I had down. So I I had Lucas Digne down, um, and Teo Hernandez, and I think they are good players. And they've like Lucas Digne from obviously from his days at Barcelona, he struggled came into Everton, he's just looked one of the best left-backs in, in the Premier League for, for the last few seasons. Um, and we, and, and Teo Hernandez really struggled at Real Madrid and, and Alaves and, and has found a home at AC Milan, but I don't think there's anyone else we can put in but Luke Shaw. <laughs> Luke Shaw is just... The comeback that kid has had this season has been immense. Um, the thing with Luke Shaw is that when he broke his leg, he was lucky not to stop playing. Because that leg break was horrible. He he could have lost his leg, and to be honest, he really struggled after that um, with fitness. I think with also trying to find what he was best at, what he suited, and and getting his like his style really. And, and like obviously Mourinho criticised him in press conferences, so that wouldn't have helped. But Solskjaer's taking him under his wing, and I, I think that's even though you can criticise maybe Solskjaer for maybe not having a winner's mentality as such and, and trying to win, like, go for the, the Premier League. I remember I, I was criticising Solskjaer before for, like, saying that they weren't in the Premier League race because they were. <laughs> um, but I think you've got to say that what Solskjaer is good is is man management. And I think Luke Shaw is a, is a prime example of that, um, how he's managed them and how he's got them playing well again. Would you agree with that, Ronan? Do you think Luke Shaw's the, the obvious player to go for? Shaw's uh, done a brilliant job in getting himself back. I remember him in the days at Southampton mm-hmm. and he was to be England's next left back. He was a wonder kid. He was meant to be outstanding and he just never quite showed it mm. when he got into that Man United team. Mm-hmm. And he's taken a lot of criticism his way as well. Mm. Um, but this season, I do agree. Um, he's really came out of nowhere, essentially. Mm. And I think, I think... Nobody expected it either. And I think that's why he gets even more credit mm. because it's just literally come out of nowhere. So, yeah, yeah I, I do think he's the obvious one that every, that you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one, the only left back I could think of, I would mm. say, has made a comeback and has played really well at his new club is Angelino at Leipzig. Yeah, yeah, actually. Because um, yeah. he he was playing at um, PSV, wasn't PSV it? PSV and Tottenham. And, he, he, he was he, he was established there, played well. So then Man City decided to sign him, mm-hmm. and they signed him back. They signed him back. I remember they they had yeah. a he was in their youth squad, a buyback like clause. a buyback clause. Um, and yeah, that's that's Man City. Uh-huh. And they just they bought him back. He used them for a season. They didn't even he didn't get a lot of game time. No, he didn't. Uh, so then he went to Leipzig, and I think I'm sure it's only a loan. Yeah, be, I think but, it might be. It might be a loan, but. He's, I think he's been outstanding at Leipzig, um, mm. especially in the Champions League. He, I think he's a brilliant left back, mm-hmm. and I don't know why City 
decided to, to loan him out because I think he's good enough to play for Man City with mm. their left-back problems. I know they've got Cancelo there now as well, but I don't think there would have been any harm in Angelino being there. No, no. But, um, mm. I do think that Angelino has been brilliant since he signed for Leipzig. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Angelino, I think that's the thing though. It's like when you have a stable back line that Leipzig do, Leipzig already have like uh, uh, Upamecano, Canati and uh, Mukiele at the back and Klosterman. And when you have that centre-back pair in like the three, the, I think he's best in a back five actually because he's good as that wing-back. So if we're playing wing-backs, I would, I would probably say yes, but as a left-back, maybe not. Um, so I, I really like Angelino as a shout. Um, but I think Luke Shaw just edges it for me. Um, yeah, he's because, the obvious. Just because of his injury as well. That injury was like to come back from that is 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 crazy. Really, it is crazy um, to come back from, from almost losing your legs. So um, I, I I personally think uh, Luke Shaw should be should be our left back. Um, we'll move on to the midfield though, because this is where it gets a wee bit more tasty and interesting. Um, what formation do you want to go for? Do you want to go for a four-three-three? Uh, or do you want to go for maybe a four-four-two? Or what, what's what's your opinion? I think we should go for a four-four-two because it's a always good to have strikers. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's definitely good. Yeah, but we'll go for that. Um, so we'll go for a four-four-two. So for our midfield two, um, or centre midfielders, we'll go for as we'll call it. Um, so our central midfielders. So who have you got for your first central midfield shout then, Ronan? Well, I personally think the two that I've got should be the two that should go in the team. Okay, that, that, that's understandable. That's understandable. Um, the first one I think is an obvious one, um, and I'm I'm pretty positive you'll have him in your list as well, and that's Renato Sanchez. It is. Um, yeah, yeah, I've got Renato <laughs> Sanchez as my. That, that's who I was de- saying. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, the way it went, he was outstanding at Benfica, mm-hmm. went to Bayern Munich, moved, didn't really work out. It was after that Euros, I remember, was it Euros, yeah. he was just getting absolutely was, insane. That, I, I think he had already agreed to join Bayern and everyone was like, oh, he's amazing, he's this new... Yeah. Absolutely. Was absolutely. He, didn't he win the, uh, the, was it the Golden... European Gold, Golden Boy. The Golden yeah. Boy Award, yeah, the Golden yeah. Boy Award as well. I'm so. sure he did, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, and obviously... Didn't really work out from at Bayern Munich, yeah. And then I remember him being loaned out to the likes of Swansea. Yeah, and that, and it <laughs> didn't just, he pass there? Was it a, a billboard or not a billboard? A, a board <laughs> thing? <Yeah. laughs> he was like, you know, yeah. it was a player. That yeah. was hilarious. I remember that. It's just like knocked out of play. Yeah. Uh huh. So he's just the his career just went really downhill, mm-hmm. but he's uh, he's right back on it now that he's at Lille. He's been mm-hmm. he's been brilliant. He's been Leo's best midfielder, and I think he's no question got to be one of yeah. the best comeback players in the team. Mm-hmm. Definitely, no, I, I I've got him down as the my choice for central midfield. Um, yeah, definitely. I I don't think I can add much more. I just think since he's gone to Lille, he's just been outstanding. Lille as a team, it's just such a interesting team that they they bring in these players that are maybe not fancied and, and they just make them better. They've got like Jonathan Bamba um, killing it still. They've got, they brought in Jonathan David um, as well um, from Genk or Ghent. It was one of the two Belgian clubs. Um, and yeah, he's, he's not found form just yet, but um, I think give him a bit of time, he'll be a better player f- for it. So um, I'm looking forward to that, uh, seeing him there. So yeah, I think Renato Sanchez, I hope it's going to be hard because I think, a big team will come after him. Um, I think a big team will come after him. So do you think that a big team should go after him? Or w- w- what's your opinion? Because if someone comes after you and you're Sanchez, are you fearful then again that the same thing will happen, that you go to a Bayern Munich type of team? I'm not saying you'll go to Bayern Munich, but he goes to that type quality of side and fails. What I think he needs to... I think what his biggest mistake was he left too early. He left Benfica too early. Mm-hmm. Um, he was an 18-year-old boy. He just broke into the Benfica mm-hmm. team for a season. Played outstanding. And I think he just had his eyes on the prize too quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he should learn from that mistake. He's found himself a, a, in a good place at Lille. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would maybe be looking to move on 
definitely in the future. But right now, I would stay where I am. I would try and maybe get more sort of game time in the Champions League with Leo because mm-hmm. I've not been in Champions League since he's been there. Yeah. Um, give him a give him a wee taste of that and just mm-hmm. take your move wisely and be patient about it. Don't rush like the last time because yeah. he's good enough. He's definitely good enough to get a bigger move. Mm-hmm. But he needs to he needs to do it maturely and not just not do it the way he did it first time round because it clearly didn't work for him. Yeah, I think a move to maybe like an Atletico Madrid would be quite an interesting shout. Someone like that. I think mm-hmm. obviously Koke is getting a wee bit older. Saul might be on the move. You never know. But um, if he can maybe go in there with the likes of Saul and uh, Marco Chiarenti, uh, who's already there. And they've got João Felix, who's obviously um, starting to really do well, um, obviously his Portuguese teammates. So, yeah, I think that would be, in my opinion, the kind of club that would suit Sanchez the best. Um, I don't know, do you think any club in particular, do you think that would be a good move, something like an Atletico Madrid? I can see him. At, I, I can see PSG try to sign him. Um, yeah. Mm. But, I mean, I don't know if, it's a good idea because, again, PSG just sign players for the sake of it and then never give them game time. That's yeah. the way they Danilo go. Danilo Pereira, who's, who's finally getting a game, but still yeah. <laughs> signed him. Um, but, yeah, I think Atletico is that's a really good shout, actually, and that's mm. the type of team that you could yeah. see him in. Definitely, and obviously they've they've had French players like Samus Dembele's moved across there as well. So the 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 integration it, it, and Moussa Dembele, I don't think he's getting loads of game time, but he's doing fairly a decent job, I think, um, out there. So yeah, I, I personally think that uh, Renato Sanchez, yeah, whatever club he decides to go to, he needs to be careful um, yeah. and and needs to think it over. I had so I'll, I'll tell you the formation I had was a almost like a four four one one where Cam. But I'm I'm willing to go for the four four two. Um, so I had a couple more midfielders. I had so I'm between two then who to go for because I I've got a cam in the centre mid. So I, I think I'm more likely to go for. Oh, it's hard to go see who I'm going for, but tell us your two. Tell us so, your two. So, so the two players I'm looking at is a Tour of Vidal. Um, a Tour of Vidal. He's been incredible. Um, at Inter Milan. Um, I think we can always say that a Tour of Vidal was amazing at Juve and good at the other clubs. And it's hard to say that whether it's a comeback, but I think that he got lost at Barcelona. I think a lot of people were like, he's just old. He's he's done. He's not he's not really good enough. And he's gone to the Serie A, and that's known for being better for like older players. But I just think Couture Vidal, Inter Milan weren't going to win the league, I don't think. And now they are with players like him, Lukaku, obviously, and, and Martinez. But I think he really is a midfield metronome. And I, I personally think he is a very good player. Um, and and it's a bit of a comeback, personally, for for him. Um, and, and, and is doing a fine job. The other players I was looking at, so in terms of other centre midfielders, I looked at Lucas Leiva, um, whether it's a comeback, I'm not sure, but I thought he was he was a worthy mention. Um, obviously, was it as at Liverpool and has has done well at Lazio. Ilkay Gundogan, who's had a, an amazing season um, this year, I think he'll definitely be in when we do a Premier League uh, review at the end of the season. I think he's definitely going to be in a, a shout for for that central midfield position. But I didn't go for him. Um, Ross Barkley has made a good move to Aston Villa. It was better at the start of the season, but maybe not so much now, but maybe getting a wee bit lost now. But he's still a, 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 been a solid player for, for them. The player that I had at Cam, and so I was between Vidal and this player, I had Mario Goetze. Um, so Mario Goetze, I think Mario Goetze, he's been, obviously, it's such a weird story. He's such a weird story. He obviously, was it Dortmund done fantastic for them? And obviously... The early part of his career came through the academy. Um, went then to Bayern Munich um, in a really toxic way. I'll, I'll say that he left on a... Oh, did he leave on a free? Or I don't know. I don't remember. But it was before the Champions League final and it, it was a really salty taste in the mouth um, for, for, for him to, to leave and um, almost say that he's leaving Dortmund right before a final, a European final. Um, against Bayern Munich, I, I may add. So um, it's it's something you don't want really to to be having in the background. Um, and then obviously the injuries happened. Um, he, he was always, I think it's it's down to his physical 
I think it's something, to, I don't know if it's a genetic thing with him, but it was, I, I remember hearing a story that it was something to do with, like, I don't know, something to do with his body, really, that it wasn't, it, it was more prone to injuries, really. Um, and obviously then left Bayern Munich, went to Dortmund, never really worked out again. And now he's at PSV, and he's doing really well uh, since January, since joining them. Um, I remember looking at his stats earlier, and I think it was five goals and three assists since January. Um, obviously, it's in the Dutch league, and, and the Dutch league isn't the the most quality. Um, yeah, so five goals and three assists in thirteen games, and and we know the Dutch league isn't the best for quality, but I think he's definitely a worthy shout. What, what's your opinion um, on Mario Götze? Then do you think that's a, a decent shout? I love Mario Götze mm. when his first spell at Dortmund, because uh, I I mean I've I've always loved Dortmund. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've always loved Klopp. I loved Klopp before he even came to Liverpool. Um, and yeah, he was just a wonder kid that was meant to go on and be outstanding. He was outstanding at Dortmund. Mm-hmm. He went to Bayern in a snaky way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as you said, um, didn't work out. Yeah. I, I, I forgot I he mentioned. I forgot he mentioned he won the World Cup as well. He won oh, the yeah, World Cup for absolutely. Germany as well. Like, it's 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 crazy to think that's twenty fourteen. That was I know. that's crazy. I know. I know. But, I know um, getting old, man. We're getting old. <laughs> <laughs> that's saying something. But, we're, we're in our twenties and we're saying we're getting old, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, I, I've always loved Gotsa, and yeah. yeah, he's he's done well. He's done really well at PSV. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do I do agree. Um, he's done well, but I also do agree with you to, that it's not the same quality as other leagues. Mm-hmm. So he might find it a bit easier in yeah. that league. But mm-hmm. that's not to say that he's not done well to come back. And not made, yeah, not not made a comeback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think. Um, do you think? Do you think it's a wee bit early to say that he's made a comeback, or do you think because it's obviously only been a couple of months? Um, that, that's so where, is that. Uh, yeah, that's where I'm a bit like. I wonder if uh, just that, like if this was in a year's time then yeah. I would definitely agree. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I, the other ones I've got down, um, mm-hmm. but this one, he, yeah, I didn't put him in my team, but I think he deserves a, a mention, mm-hmm. is James Ward-Prowse at Southampton. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He's obviously not going to be in the team, but I think he's done really well this season. He's mm-hmm. came back. Uh, he's been quiet, but he's really made a name for himself again this season. Yeah. Even I'm sure he even... He was playing that well at one point this season. He even got a call up to England. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think Defin- he's a definitely good deserved. He's, he's definitely deserved it. His feet oh, yeah. are, are incredible. Got to say. Yeah. The other one is Pierre Emil Hoiberg. Um, he's mm. he's. Yeah. I think he's done okay. Uh, um, Spurs. I thought Spurs was going to be too big a club for him, but mm-hmm. he's actually he's he's found his place in the team. Like Mourinho seems to really like him. But the one that I've, I think should be in the team it is another Spurs player, but it's Tangay and Dombley. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Dombley. Yeah, that's, that's a good he, he had a poor season last season. Yeah, he was outstanding at uh, Leon. Mm-hmm. Uh, had a poor season last season, but this season I think he's been probably one of, uh, apart from Kane and Son, I'd say he's been uh, Spurs' best player. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's really came on this season. He seems to have got his confidence back. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I think he struggled with his confidence. He's probably struggled to adapt to the Premier League as well last season. Mm-hmm. So in terms of a comeback, I, I would say that Ndombele has uh, probably been one of the best comebacks in the Premier League this season yeah. in terms of just finding his feet and really mm. playing consistently well every every match. Mm-hmm. As much as Spurs maybe haven't been playing brilliantly recently as a team, um, I think he's been he's been playing consistently. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree that he had a poor season. I remember watching Spurs documentary um, and I was thinking, yeah, you, you, it was only a short bit when Dombley, but you never really felt that he he was finding his feet, really. Um, and when you consider it, it's like, yeah, obviously he's working under Mourinho, so it's a, it's it's quite hard to build a friendship with your manager, really. But um, I think with Ndombele, he was a class player at Lyon, um, and yeah, it's it's probably probably more of a comeback than uh, well, it's whether obviously goats, but it's a probably more of a comeback compared to Vidal. Um, I would say, 
I, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm willing to go for them too. No, I'm, I'm willing to go for Sanchez and and Ndombele. I think, yeah, I, I think you've swayed me, mate. You've swayed me with that with that shout. Um, yeah, let's go for them. We'll, we'll go for them too. We'll move on to our wingers. There was a couple of other cams that I'll, I'll just mention. Um, Julian Draxler, I think he's done really well as well at, at PSG this season. He's, he's, he's found a bit more game time, which is nice. I think he was a class player at Schalke. Um, was he at Wolfsburg before as well? I think he was at them. Um, yeah. So he, he's, he's been mm-hmm. a couple of places in Germany. And he was always this player that flattered to deceive, I think. And I think he's done really well for himself. Um, and then Hatton Benarfer as well. I thought I'd give him a quick shout. He's not done great for Bordeaux this year, but in terms of stats, but um, yeah, he, he's he's a strange character. I tell you that Benarfer. Obviously, Newcastle days was great, but yeah, he was he's had a weird career. But yeah, he's finding his form again at Bordeaux. But we'll go for the two, which was Sanchez and Ndombele. So Renato Sanchez and Tangai Ndombele. There we go. So that's our players in. Uh, we'll move on to left mid then, mate. What 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 have you got down for for a left mid shout? Well, he's naturally a left wing, but if we're doing a four four two, I'll go for the. Yeah, no, that that's fine. Yeah, left mid. <clears throat> um, for me, a no brainer is uh, Diogo Jota. I know it's uh, I know he's I'm not not just because he's a like a Liverpool player, but he has been an outstanding signing for Liverpool. Yeah. Uh, he's been the only player to really perform and he even had that really bad injury mm-hmm. uh, it kind of he, he got he got off to a flying start at Liverpool he got that injury that put him out for about three months two or three months and he's mm-hmm. came back and he's he scored a few goals for Liverpool and he scored it he scored I mean yeah. I think he scored two for Portugal last night mm-hmm. yeah. uh, so I think well, he's the only left mid that I've got but I think he's quite a worthy shout no, he's he's definitely. A, I think he's been a really good player for Liverpool, a really good sign, and it was the money they got him for. Was it how much was it? Forty million or something they got. Yeah, forty million. So that, that was a great good bit of business they got him from from Wolves. Whether I consider it a comeback, though, I'm not sure. That that's the only I, thing is, it, does that I count as a comeback? Obviously, that, I had an injury, but the, I'm not sure if I could count that as a comeback. The player that I've got that I, I think it's I, I've got the obvious. I think personally, the obvious shout is uh, Henrik Mkhitaryan. Yeah. I think Henrik Mkhitaryan is the obvious. I think he is the obvious shout, to be honest. But the other player I had down was is the swap deal that they done um, in the past. Um, Alexis Sanchez as well that Arsenal and Man United done for for them two players, Mkhitaryan and Sanchez. So I had them both down. They're doing really well in Serie A, but Mkhitaryan has been just a bit step above. Nine goals, nine assists um, for for a Roma side. That's to be honest, it is challenging for probably. Champions League, but it's going to end up in Europa League probably. It depends if they win the the competition, the Europa League. I think they're in the quarterfinals as well, so it depends if they go all the way. But um, yeah, I think Mkhitaryan, he's my obvious shout. What what, what do you make of Mkhitaryan in particular, um, and maybe a wee bit on Sanchez as well? Yeah, Mkhitaryan's the obvious one. I think he's the one going to go into the team. Um, yeah, he just he was he was so poor. He was so poor at Man United. Mm-hmm. Um, and Arsenal I don't ever think he did well at any of the clubs really great at Dortmund mm-hmm. um, but he's never really found his form since he left Dortmund up until yeah. he, he was at Roma so yeah I think Mkhitaryan's the the right shout for that yeah. for that left mid role yeah. Sanchez as well I, I, Sanchez has been playing well but I wouldn't say he's been doing as good as Mkhitaryan mm-hmm. but um no, I definitely think he's the one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think the thing with Mkhitaryan is that I think he had... It was weird because he'd done actually okay at Man United. I don't think he'd done awful. Um, I just don't know if they found a really a fit for him, personally, uh, when he was Certainly at Man United. Yeah, yeah, the Angle de Maria is a, a, another one that's like... He almost like... Where'd you put him? Uh, yeah. he, he was almost... Not too good, Mkhitaryan. I think De Maria was almost too good for Man United. Um, but with Mkhitaryan, he was so... Dortmund had such a fluid system. They had Aubameyang, they had him, they had Royce. Um, I think they had... Who else did it? They must have had Lewandowski even at that point. Like I think it was still Lewandowski was probably still at the club when Mkhitaryan had joined. So they still had him at the club. And I think they, they struggled to find a, 
a system Man United, whereas Dortmund, he fitted around players. He kind of was very fluid, could play left mid, could play cam, could play right mid at some points. And I think Dortmund was that that team that he suited. And he, he's kind of the focal point, one of the focal points at Roma, obviously alongside Edin Dzeko um, and Pedro that's there now. So he's, he's one of the key players there. So yeah, a, a really big comeback story personally uh, for, for Mkhitaryan. Um, looking at, at right mid, um, I've gone for, there was two, well, um, there was two or three players I had down. I had three players actually. I had two guys from the Bundesliga. So I had Serge Nabry as a possible option. Um, yeah. Gnabry oh, yeah. is one of those players that obviously rejected by Arsenal, went to Bremen, I believe. Um, done well there. Got a move to Hoffenheim. Done well at Hoffenheim. And got his move to Bayern Munich and then got loaned back to Hoffenheim. And then, yeah, he, he went back, but then went back to Bayern and just made the, play, the, the right mid-spot his own um, at Bayern Munich. And yeah, what a player he is. It's a, such a good story. And Arsenal must be annoyed that they let him go. I remember, was it West Brom he went on loan to at one point and, and he just really struggled, really. So um, I had him down, but I didn't go for him. The other German I had down as well is Jonas Hoffman. Um, he's had a really good season at... Munchen Gladbach, um, ten goal, uh, no ten assists, five goals. So he's done really well. I, I remember when he was at Dortmund, a young kid. He was one of those players that I always thought he's going to be a squad player, nothing more. But he's he's kind of become a first team player at, at Gladbach, so a really good player. But the player that I went for and a failure at Newcastle, um, Florian Tovan, um, obviously has done so well at Marseille and is is getting a bit older, but is needing another move because. He's too good for Marseille. He's too good for the French league, personally. Um, I don't know. What, what, what's your opinion on Tovan and, and the other, some of the other players I mentioned? Yeah, Tovan's been brilliant um, at Marseille's, like you say, a total failure at Newcastle. And they'll be kicking themselves that they sold him because mm. he's turned into a really good player for Marseille. Yeah. I actually think he's too good for Marseille. To tell you the truth, I think he should be going to a, a bigger club than that. Um yeah, um, who were the other players you mentioned? Hoffman. Hoffman, yeah. I, if I'm going to be honest, I don't know. I, I know who Hoffman is and I've seen him play, but I don't know enough of, of him mm. uh, to to know exactly um, how well he's been doing. Mm-hmm. Um, the only the only right mid that I had down, it's, it's a fairly obvious one. Um, mm-hmm. And in terms of a comeback, it's kind of a comeback. Uh, mm. And it's Gareth Bale. Um He's kind okay. of like he's 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 gone he's back a, to he's gone back to Tottenham. I don't know if it's the comeback yet story, but it's not. I don't mean in terms, but in terms of how he's been playing since he's been there, he's been yeah. a much better player than he's been at Real Madrid. And obviously, like going from Real Madrid to Tottenham is obviously a bit of a downgrade, a step down. But I think, especially in the last couple of months, he's been brilliant for Spurs. But um, yeah, it's been decent. Yeah, but uh, I would I don't know. Um, probably going to have to go for one of your shouts to you tell think, you the truth. You, well, you said you had Gnabry down, so it's whether you want to go for Gnabry. I'm I, I went for Tovan, but I don't know. Do you, do you want to go for Gnabry or Tovan? I, I think the, mm-hmm. those two are the the, the good shouts. What, what one? I think Gnabry is the better player. He's the mm-hmm. better comeback story. Yeah, yeah. No. He, he's kind of put it in Arsenal's face. Yeah, he's put it in Tony Pulis's face. Um, yeah, yeah. Didn't what did Tony Pulis say about him again? He said that he was uh, he wasn't he a said, hard worker or something. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll have a look and see if I can find the comment. I've got the here it is here. I've just looked it up. Nice. As a manager, you pick a team that's going to win a game of football. You pick your best team. You don't leave people out because you don't like them because of this and that and the other. So he's basically said that. Ganabria isn't a good enough player to be in your best team. So, I mean, yeah, the fact that much, he's, yeah, he's it's, it's like when he's, yeah, he's when he's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when he's at Watch Cup, when he's at Bayern Munich, it's just like Tony Pulis, like, you must be like looking at yourself, like, where, what did you think about this guy? Like, I don't get what, like, <clears throat> Tony Pulis, in my opinion, like, obviously he's known for being a dinosaur and stuff, but. He must have been a real like really had no clue um how good this kid was. So um yeah, 
yeah. So sorry, I interrupted you, Ronan, uh, partway through that, no, that was it. discussion. That was it. Now, but yeah, it's 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 one of those things where yeah, I I think because we've both got Gnabry, I'm I'm happy to go for Gnabry over Tovan, and it's the story that he's gone and won a Champions League, so it's it's a big comeback for for someone like uh, him. So yeah, definitely willing to go for Serge Gnabry. So I'll let you kick it off with our strikers because you want to go for four four the four four two. Um, so who have you got for maybe our two striker options? Um, who have you got? Yeah, hey, I've got loads here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the easiest ones. They were the easiest yeah. ones. Um, right, I'll, I'll give the honourable honourable mentions yeah. that won't get in the team. Uh, okay. So first of all, you've got Danny Ings, who was brilliant at Burnley, came to Liverpool, didn't really work out for him. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. scoring goals for fun at Southampton. There's even talk of Man City signing him. Yeah. Um, so Danny Ings is an honourable mention. Mm-hmm. Um, Alvaro Morata is another one. Um, okay, yeah. Played really well yeah. at Juventus, went to Chelsea, was an absolute failure. Uh, went yeah. to Atletico Madrid, not too bad, back at Juventus, playing well again. Yeah. So he's another one. I didn't he's actually, kinda... I didn't actually think of Morata. That's a, that's a really good shout, to be fair. Yeah, but yeah. Um, another one, uh, another honourable mention is maybe <laughs> whether it's a comeback or not. Probably not, but like Olivier Giroud. Um, okay. He's kind of like totally out of the pecking order at, at Chelsea last season. Mm-hmm. Barely got a game under Lampard. Tuchel's been using him, and he, I mean, he got. Atletico, he got Chelsea through to the the quarter final. Uh, yeah, the quarterfinals against Atletico. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a reliable striker more than anything. I wouldn't say he's really had a bad spell. Um, so, I mean, the one of the ones that I think need to be in there is mm-hmm. uh, Andre Silva. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep, had him down. Yep, that was that was my one um, pick with my striker. Yep. Forty million pound signing for. Mm-hmm for uh, AC Milan yep. just didn't work out he's went to Frankfurt for 9 million and he's scoring goals for fun I think he's got 21 goals in 23 games or something like that Tw- 21 so, goals in 24 games now um, and um, five, 5 assists as well this season so I think he's he's got to be in the squad yeah. um, I don't think there's much else you really need to say um, uh, he's yeah. he's he's just been a, he's, he's going to get another move but again he needs to be careful like Renato Sanchez and yeah be patient, think wisely, don't do what Luka Jovic did in career. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think he's one that's got to go in. Um, another one that I, I've went, I've put down, um, you might be surprised by this, but it's uh, Luis Suarez. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. The reason I say yeah. that is because uh, Barcelona totally rejected him, uh, threw him, just threw him away, basically. And he's proved Barcelona wrong. They said he was too old and he's still scored. I think he scored something like 19 goals or something like that this season. And I think it's something like 24 games. Mm -hmm. So again, but the the other one that I would go for is Moise Keane. Um, Yeah, I did did have Moise Keane down, yeah. uh, he's, He's really been brilliant at PSG and there's talk of even signing him. Um, He's been a very surprising sort of addition to the squad. I think a lot of people thought, even PSG fans were like, "What the heck? Why are we say, why are we signing Moise Keane?" But mm. got to admit, I think he's done a pretty good job. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's when um, when Moise Keane. Do you remember when, was it Duncan Ferguson was in charge of the team and mm-hmm. took him off and like brought him on yeah. thirteen minutes later? And it was like. What what's happening here? Is he, is he trying to make a point? And I think he did make a point that day. And I think that was when you knew Ken's um yeah, you, you knew his effort and career was was done, uh, to be honest. And and that moved to I, I was looking at him earlier, eleven goals in twenty games for, for PSG. The thing is obviously you do score a lot more goals when you're with Neymar and, and Di Maria and alike. Um but yeah, I think Moise Ken is a really good shoot. Andre Silva's a must. I think he must have yeah. He just has to go in there. Um, to be fair, though, I think when you look at East Milan, though, I was looking at the stats the now. In all competitions, he got eight goals in that season. He was there. And I think he got... He did get wrote off, but... He did, well, he got wrote off, but I thought it was a bit, bit unfair. His first season coming out of the Portuguese League, I thought it was a bit unfair. Obviously, he had that big price tag, and that, that's obviously going to bring a lot of pressure, but I think it was a lot of pressure for East Milan to put him on. I think that was unfair. 
the time at Sevilla was a bit more poor. He, well, he got nine goals, which was fine uh, again, but I think you needed to have a slight improvement there. Um, and then he's gone to Frankfurt, 12, 12, uh, 14 the first season in all comps, and obviously 22, oh no, 21 in all competitions uh, this season. So has really improved his goal scoring. And yeah, I'm excited. I think he needs to, it depends if Frankfurt get into European competition, they might want to keep him around. There's no pressure, I don't think, to sell him. So um, it depends if they get that big offer. Obviously with Jovic, they had to sell um, because it was, there was a weird deal there um, with with Benfica, I think as well. So um, yeah, Andre Silva, definitely going to be there. Moise Ken, I'm willing to look at. There's a few others I've got down. Uh, Karen Benzema down. I think Karen Benzema gets overlooked as a as a Madrid player. Um, everyone's like he needs to be replaced, needs to be replaced. But like Luka Jovic obviously came in, never really kicked on. Um, and they've had a, a number of other strikers in the past. But Benzema's just kept on going. He's he's been amazing this season. Um, really has really doing his stuff. But again, it's whether he's a comeback is questionable. Um, Lukaku as well, Romelu Lukaku. Whether that's a comeback is is, is still debatable as well because he done well, obviously. he done amazing at Everton, but had a bit of a fall off at Man United. Um, and his going to Inter Milan has, has been the main driving force why they're doing so well in the league. Um, Edison Cavani, I thought of. Um, again, it's hard to tell. I think it's a bit short-term at the moment. Negredo, doing well in yeah. La Liga. Um, yeah. I think he gets overlooked a lot. Obviously, ex-Man City player, um, but he's got seven goals this year. Um, the season and obviously got them up from the the Segunda division, I should say, uh, Cadiz. Um, that's where he is at the moment. There's the two other. So I thought of Depay, um, as well, and yeah, I thought too. of Alexander Isaac. So mm-hmm. I thought of Isaac, um, doing really well at Sociedad. But the player I've got down, and I, I think this is, I'm gonna go with another Bundesliga player. Um, right. I'm gonna go with Kramerich. Is mm-hmm. the show, Andres Gramrich, a poor time at, at Leicester, but has done so well um, at Hoffenheim. Um, I think he's scored countless goals, and yeah, it's just you look at his stat. I'll just get his stats up there now, uh, quickly. Uh, Andres Gramrich. Um, I think he gets overlooked a lot because it's just how poor he was for Leicester. Um, but you look at his his goal scoring um, in the last couple of seasons. So he's been at Hoffenheim for three seasons now, got 13 goals in his first season, 17 in the second, um, including five in the Champions League, I believe, as well. Um, And then also has got 14 this season and two in the Europa League. So he's he's kept that constant goal scoring, um, is in the Croatia national team. And is going to be a a solid player, still only 29 years of age. So um, he's still got a long time in the game. So, yeah, I definitely think since his Leicester days, a lot of people wrote him off. And maybe he's not a Premier League player, and that's maybe a lot with some players that like Moise Ken. Um, but Kramitz, for me, just, just takes the, the salt here. What's your opinion on some of the shouts I said? Mainly Kramitz, though. Yeah, I, I do you know something? Like, I even forgot that Kramitz played for Leicester. <laughs> so, like, no, but I, at Hoffenheim, he's been really good. Yeah. Uh, reliable, good striker. That's a good shout. Um, yeah. He's really one shout. of those forgettable people, though, because like, yeah. like, they brought Iheanacho in not long after. And uh-huh. Iheanacho's, I think he's starting to have a slight comeback as well. I was tempted to say him, but mm-hmm. uh, I think Kramerich has just been one of those stories that and he's worked so well in the Bundesliga. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he's he, he's a solid player. He really is. Um I remember, like a few years ago, um, it was a problem for Liverpool when we tried to qualify for the Champions League. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, he's he's a good shout. Mm-hmm. The other striker that I had paired with Andre Silva, um, who I think is the he, he's the definition of a comeback. Okay. Um, now he's been at this club for a wee while, so it just depends if you want okay. to count. It. Okay. But. Uh, for me, Chairo Immobile. Yeah, I thought about Immobile. I was he, he was a tough one because it is a big comeback, but oh, it's 
I really want to. I, I was tempted to go for him, but then he's been there for four seasons. Is it four seasons? That's the only thing that's so it's like it was kind of like I, mean, I was, but we've had Wojciech Chesney in this team, so I can't really Gnabry be saying, as well. And Gnabry, so I'm I'm willing to tempt to go for you shout because yeah, he's been fantastic. He's yeah, he's, I mean, I'll, if, I'll let you say he, he was a failure at Dortmund, Sevilla, mm-hmm. Torino, so. To go to Lazio and he's found a home at Lazio yeah. and he was quite good. Was he all right at Torino? Was he not? He had he, a good season. He had a good loan it? spell at Torino. Right, uh, a loan spell. Yeah, he had a loan spell. Uh, no, sorry, he signed for Torino. Sorry, yeah. he signed for Torino, uh, and he did. He, he, I've actually got his stats up here. So mm-hmm. that was in 2013 and 14, yeah. and he scored 22 goals in 33 games. So that that is good, and then. Dortmund signed him the season after and he was obviously poor. He went to Sevilla on loan, was poor, and then he signed for Sevilla and he was poor. And mm-hmm. He got zero appearances when they actually signed him. Mm-hmm. And then he went back to Torino on loan mm-hmm. and he had 14 games and only five goals. But I mean, then he went to Lazio in 2016 and he's had 167 appearances and he scored 117 goals. Mm-hmm. So I think if that's not a comeback, nothing yeah. is. Because, I mean, he had a, a... What made him was when he was on loan at Pescara in 2011 and 12. Right. And he, he was on loan from Juventus. And he oh, right, okay. made 37 appearances and he scored 28 goals. Mm. So, and then he went to Torino, had a great season. And then since he left Torino, he was at Dortmund and Sevilla and then back at Torino and yeah. he just... Not, it just wasn't going his way. Mm-hmm. And then going to Lazio and playing yeah. the way he is. I mean, it's just whether you want to... Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to go for it. Because I did think about it earlier. I was thinking, I was like, Chiro Mobley's just made such a comeback, but he's been there for four seasons now. And I'm kind of like, do I count him or do I go for someone else? And then I thought of Cramrich and I was like, oh, Cramrich is a good shot because he's been there only like three seasons. So, But... No, I, let's go to Immobile. He's been too good. He's been too good to leave out of this side. Um, so we'll go for Andre Silva. Um, is definitely the one player we are 100% going for. And then we're going for Chiro Immobile as well. So Chiro Immobile as well. So we'll go for both of those two. No, that, that's a good team, mate, um, at the moment. I think we've got we've created a really good side there. So I'll go through the team. And we're, we're actually, I'm going to ask your opinion on a manager. Um yep. A comeback manager. I'll go through the team and then who do we go for our manager? We'll, we'll say after this. So we've got Chesney and goals. We've got Vasquez at right back. We've got Boating and Stones. We've got Luke Shaw. We've got Mkhitaryan at, at the left mid. And Dombele and Sanchez in the middle with Nabry on the right. And then we've got Immobile and Andre Silva up top. So for a manager for this squad, um, in terms of a comeback manager... Who do you want to go for? Because I've got a, I've got a great shout of of, of David Moyes. <laughs> I think David Moyes. Is probably, thinking of. <laughs> David Moyes is one of those things. It's like I just want to go with David Moyes. I I, I hate David Moyes because of what he done to my club, and I, I will always <laughs> say that anytime his name comes up, I hate David Moyes. But he's just such a comeback. Like his his comeback for West Ham this season has been. An, I've still got to get the West Ham episode up that we've done, but he's been so good um, for West Ham this year really implementing the side. Um, is there any other shouts that you've got for maybe like a, a, a more European manager? Um, is there any shouts? Um, it's maybe on the on the continent. I'm not not entirely sure. Um, yeah, maybe I mean, maybe the guy at Sevilla um, that was at Real Madrid, what's his name again? Um, oh, I forgot his name. Lopetegui? Julian Lopetegui? Yeah. Yeah, I think uh-huh. he's maybe worth a shout. Um, the o- the only one Madrid. I think about that's made a bit of a comeback. He's, <laughs> fun enough, he's not in a job anymore, but it wasn't that he was sacked. But um, AVB kind of yeah, yeah. kind of made a bit of a comeback. Yeah, he did. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So um, I don't definitely know. A good shout. Stefano yeah. Pioli as well at AC Milan. He's yeah, he's been really good. I mean, he's done really well since he's come into Milan. Because where, where was he before, like Pioli? Where, where was he kind of before? Was he at like? Another couple uh, of Italian clubs. I should be able to tell you right now. He's been to... So he managed... He's managed all sorts. Yeah. He was at... Uh, 
I mean, he's managed like the like of... he's managed almost the entire Serie A. Look at it, this Pretty list much. man alive. Yeah, Pretty much. Lazio, Inter, so, Fiorentina, Sassuolo, Bologna, Palermo. Yeah, Bologna. Just that's crazy. That's, that's but yeah, it's yeah. either I'd say it's between AVB and David Moyes. And yeah. I mean, it's whether you want to go for a European manager yeah. or a yeah. well, league manager. Yeah. Um. 50-50. We'll go for we'll go for David Moyes. He's the funnier one of the two. Yeah. Moyes is <laughs> this squad with amazing players that have made a comeback. David Moyes, let's go for him. Um. So yeah, that's that's a good way to wrap up today's episode. Uh, mate, you happy with the team that we built in terms of um the the comeback players? And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. No, I feel uh, we've we've put a good team together there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, obviously there's players in there that aren't absolute quality, maybe. Like, yeah. there's obviously better options, but if we're basing, we're basing it purely on people that have had a comeback, mm-hmm. and I think we've done not too bad there at all. Yeah, yeah. I've done a funny thing. I built it on FIFA, which is quite funny. Um, so, yeah, I, I thought, like, that's the best way to do it instead of marking it down on notes. So, yeah, I've, I've gone for um, that team there. So I'll, I'll post that to our Instagram when we, we break bring the episode out or say that's our team um so yeah no but that was good stuff mate i'm really enjoyed that and yeah look forward to the next episode when we do maybe we do a, a team underperforming under team um i look forward to that episode when, when we cover that because mm-hmm. yeah there's a number there's of players a there's quite yeah. a few i remember you were saying earlier there was quite a few that that are definitely underperforming this season um, so we'll, we'll, we'll de- definitely have to do that. Hopefully Theo can join us for that episode as well because I'm sure he's got a number of shouts, probably some Birmingham players probably because <laughs> they're <laughs> always underperforming. Um, so yeah, thanks again, guys, for, for listening to this episode of the Emphatic Fanatics podcast. We always appreciate everyone who listens to every episode. A shout out to, to people out there. We, we, we do notice you, um, especially the ones from America. Um, we've noticed a couple of people from across the Atlantic Sea that are listening to, to our podcast. So yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening, to be honest. Um, and no, but thank you to everyone uh, that listens. We really appreciate all the support. Um, and yeah, just don't forget to, to follow us on all of our platforms, uh, podbean.com, iTunes and Spotify. And also give us a, a follow on Instagram and Twitter um, as well. And if you have any suggestions for episodes you'd like to see for us uh, to, to, to cover really, we're, we're more than happy to take suggestions and yeah meet what content you're looking for so we'll we'll catch you later guys and thanks for listening bye for now